What is going on, everyone? It's Matt here, and I want to share with you guys the audio from one of my YouTube videos that we went up recently. And uh, essentially, I'm sharing with you some tips and tricks that I use when traveling with type 1 diabetes to make sure that those vacations, the work trips, the spontaneous adventures go a bit more smoothly. You don't have to worry about blood triggers getting in the way quite as much. And this is a great uh, reminder as well that if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, I highly recommend you jump over there because there is always one, sometimes even two or three videos going up a week. And uh, that is some incredible content that I do not want you guys to miss. So go search FTF Warrior on YouTube or click the link in the show notes, and I'll see you guys over there. Make sure you subscribe, because we're putting up some pretty cool stuff in the near future. Now, with that being said, let's get into the intro. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandervecht, and with my co-host, Ali Abdul-Kareem, we welcome you to Pardon My Pancreas. All right, guys, we're going to talk about diabetes and travel. And of course, the camera's upside down, because when you travel, all of your routines get thrown out the window, and your whole world gets flipped, turned upside down. So let's chat. All right, now we are settled in our right side up camera. Uh, I'm gonna jump in through a few different perspectives. Right? We have a few different types of travel. One, local travel. You're going less than an hour away, you're driving somewhere. Two, more of a road trip feel. Maybe you're driving six hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, something crazy, right? That's gonna be a different uh, perspective, a different encounter than local travel. You have different things to worry about. And then the next level is international travel. You're flying, you're taking boats, you're doing all sorts of stuff. There's kind of increasing amounts of responsibilities of planning ahead that you have to worry about. Now, this video I'm talking about international travel specifically, even though most of our recent trips have been about road trips and it's been a lot of Arizona and Texas and, and going up and down California. So that's been my experience recently, but having been to over 36 countries, I have done a lot of air travel as well. So let's jump into air travel. All right, so number one, traveling, I totally understand, can be a bit scary. There's a lot of unknowns. Uh, there's a lot of, am I going to have enough sugar? Am I going to have enough supplies? Do I have enough insulin? A lot of things are changing, and it's because your routine is changing. In most cases, we are people of habit, right? We are creatures of habit, and we like when things are similar. We like having our morning routines, our nighttime routines. Uh, it's comfortable. So when you travel, you're breaking out of that norm, and it's going to introduce a few new variables. Number one, do you have enough supplies? Now, when I pack for a trip, I always look at the total duration of the trip, i.e. if I'm going for seven days, 10 days, 14 days, right? How long is the trip and how many supplies do I need to make it to that trip? So if I'm going for seven days, I'm going to map out exactly how much insulin I need, how many pump site changes or insulin pens or cartridges or pen needles or syringes, whatever I'm using, think of everything you use for diabetes, how much do you need to make it through that week, okay? Now you've got that mapped out, multiply that by three. <laughs> and that's what you're bringing on this trip. You need to make sure you have enough supplies to get through any situation. Keep in mind, let's say you're on an insulin pump like I am right now, you might have to change your site more than once every two to three days. It might be two or three times in a day. What if your pump site gets ripped out? What if the site doesn't work as well as you had hoped? What if uh, you run out of insulin? What if your insulin overheats? There's always different variables that we forget about or that we don't expect 
that could potentially lead to us needing more supplies than we would normally need at home. So I always like to bring at least three times as much as I would need. So if I'm gonna go for seven days and my Dexcom is gonna last for the whole seven days, I'm still gonna bring extra Dexcoms. What happens if the sensor goes bad? What happens if it fails? If it gets ripped off, right? There's a lot of different things you wanna plan for so you can plan for the unexpected. Now, when flying internationally or driving, I guess this applies for road trips too, right? Uh, so far everything does. Interesting. Now, with flying, you're in a confined space. You don't have the option to move a whole lot, right? When you're driving, you can go out and go for a walk or go for a hike to bring high blood sugars down because you're sitting a lot. But in a plane, you're in a confined space. It's a lot more difficult to introduce activity to bring blood sugars down. So what I like to do, two things you can do. One is set a temp basal and uh, have more insulin than you would normally have because you know you're not gonna move for let's say uh, six to 12 hours, an average flight maybe. Uh, but you can also go and, this takes a little bit of bravery, do some lunges down the aisle way. At the very least, get up and stretch, move around. I saw an interesting hack recently where somebody brought a resistance band on the plane, they put it on their legs and they did little stretches back and forth. They put it in their hands and they pulled back and forth. You're activating your muscles which is going to help uh, lower your blood sugars. Now, something I've also attempted, now it's very difficult because I'm very tall, is going into the bathroom and doing squats. I usually do about 30 to 50 squats in there, boom. And if I have insulin on board, that will drop my blood sugars into range very quickly. So a little pro tip for you there. Now, second tip with movement, if you know you're going on a flight, let's say tomorrow morning, I'm gonna make sure I get a good workout in today so that tomorrow I can treat it as a rest day. The exercise today will improve my insulin sensitivity for tomorrow, therefore making my blood sugars a bit easier to manage. Now, if I have an afternoon flight, I might even go for a workout that morning and make sure that I have an extra bit of movement to help facilitate insulin uh, delivery, absorption, all that kind of stuff. So make sure you get movement in before you leave for your travel because travel days are often a bit on the lazy side. Now, I mentioned bring three times the supplies that you need, but what I would also encourage you to do is bring a good amount of those supplies in your carry-on. There was this time when I went to South Africa from Paris, so I was kind of on the go in between multiple countries, and by the time I got to South Africa, they had lost my luggage. Guess what was in my luggage? My insulin. <laughs> yeah, I kind of need that. They had lost my luggage. They did not find my luggage for 10 days. I ended up having to go to a local pharmacy in South Africa, pick up some insulin over there, and carry on. But guess what? If I had it in my carry-on, aha, that wouldn't have been an issue. So now I carry at least enough supplies to get me through a week in my carry-on, whether that's my CGM, my pump supplies, my insulin. Carry it in your carry-on to be sure that it does not get lost on the tarmac. Now, when going through TSA, TSA is a big question for a lot of people. How do you navigate that situation? Number one, get a doctor's note. Your endo, your primary care, get a note saying, this person is living with type 1 diabetes. They have devices, they have insulin, they may have needles, like whatever you have with you, have a doctor's note, a literal doctor's note, so that TSA can read it and go, oh, okay, this makes sense. Now, I've never been held back because of diabetic supplies, but I've gotten questioned a lot. They're very curious people, and for good reason. I'm honestly grateful that they are questioning and, and looking to see what is going on because I don't want people getting on planes that I'm gonna go on with mysterious stuff. So I'm grateful for that, but get a doctor's note. It's going to make your life a lot easier. That way, if they do ask for it, you can present it. Now, of course, depending on which type of uh, therapy choice you've made, whether you have insulin pump or MDI or CGMs and all this different kind of tech stuff, 
some things can go through the body scanners, some x-rays, and you know, I personally choose to get a pat down, so I opt out and I say, hey, I'd like to get a pat down. Here's my diabetes device. I show them my pump, I show them my Dexcom, wherever that's at right now. There it is. <laughs> and I say, look, this is for type 1 diabetes. And nowadays, they're actually pretty familiar with it, which is awesome. Uh, last time I flew was to Hawaii, and they said, oh yeah, we know Dexcom. We got that. That's the type 1 diabetes thing, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, you understand. This is so exciting. Because even just a couple of years ago, I have gotten questions like no other. Is that the new Apple smartwatch? Is that a nicotine patch? Is that blah, 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 blah? And they just rattle off and they never get it right. They're starting to understand, but be ready for a couple questions here and there. Make sure you research and look to see if your diabetes tech can go through the x-ray scanner and to see if your wearable tech can go through the scanners as well. Very important, you do not want to break it when you're going abroad. That would be not ideal. Now, here's an interesting one. Time zones. With different time zones, we're going to bed at different times, waking up at different times, or eating at different times. So if your basal insulin isn't set properly, you don't have that nailed down, that's an extra variable. But on top of that, even if it is nailed down perfectly, different time zones can introduce a new variable, right? Our different hormone schedule, our bodies are releasing and experiencing maybe dawn phenomenon at different times. And so you might not match up perfectly. So for those first couple of days, especially, keep a close eye on that. Be extra wary that your blood sugars might fluctuate and might not cooperate quite the same. Now, on that note, make sure you're always bringing enough sugar with you. Make sure you have a blood sugar tester or your CGM or something to test your blood sugars because a good chance that you're introducing more activity than you normally would. Walking around, exploring cities, going on adventures. Uh, at least I hope you're not sitting in your hotel room all day when you're on vacation. That does not sound like fun to me. But with the added activity, there's a good chance you're gonna go low more often. So make sure you have a way to test your blood sugars and make sure you have a way to treat your blood sugars. Always, always carry sugar with you. Um, I personally use glucose tablets because they're not going to go rotten. They're not going to melt in my backpack. They're not going to turn into a smoothie like a banana might and get everything else all banana-y. But find something that you enjoy that works well for treating your blood sugars. It could be gummy bears or jelly bellies or juice or glucose tabs or whatever it is that you choose. But have sugar on you. I don't care if you have a high blood sugar and you're going for a walk. Bring sugar on that walk, okay? There have been times where I've had high blood sugar and plummeted all the way down and had to eat sugar because of a tiny bit of activity, right? Be ready for that, carry sugar, and have a way to test your blood sugars as well. Now, last thing I wanna mention, this is a pretty short video, but anything that is outside of your norm is a new variable, right? I talk about variables a lot, I'm the formula guy, I talk about how to analyze blood sugars so you can fix them and automate them, you can focus more on what's important to you in life, right? It's because diabetes, it sucks a lot of energy out of us if we don't know how to control it properly. So I help people essentially run their diabetes on autopilot. If you want more information on that, go check out ftfwarrior.com or our new program, diabetesinaction.com. There's a free webinar coming out shortly on that. But what I was gonna say is with these new variables, if you are walking a lot more, going on guided tours, maybe you are going river rafting, maybe it's, uh, maybe you're swimming, you're snorkeling in Hawaii, right? These different activity levels are usually going to be something out of the norm for you. You might be used to working in an office all day and all of a sudden you're hiking and you're going to waterfalls and you're snorkeling and it's amazing. But all of this extra activity is going to increase your insulin sensitivity. It's going to cause glucose levels to drop. You're going to have to have sugar on you. Be ready for these new variables to hit you like a brick wall. If you're ready for them, they won't hit you like a brick wall. You'll be ready for it. You can treat it as it's happening instead of reacting to it. But be ready, and it's gonna be a lot easier. Now, last step, last one at all, enjoy your vacation. 
Don't let diabetes hold you back from in, in experiencing your life. Don't let diabetes get in the way of you enjoying life. And if you're looking for a way to automate your blood sugars and understand what causes those variables, go check out diabetesinaction.com and I'll show you exactly how to do that. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Hope you have an amazing trip wherever you're going because I know you searched this video for a reason. It's going to be a blast. You're going to have a great time and I hope your blood sugars cooperate. Have an awesome day and keep up the fight. Alright guys, that is it for our episode today. I hope that you found some gold nuggets in this episode on how to make your next trip with diabetes a bit more easily managed with those blood sugars so you can focus on enjoying your life, right? Now, a reminder, go search FTF Warrior on YouTube. Subscribe because there are videos going up every other day. It's crazy. Not literally, but sometimes you never know what you're going to get. Uh, go check it out. There's a link in the show notes that you want to click, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Keep up the fight.